Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome back to the morning motivation. I am your host, Brittany Daniel. If this is your first time watching, welcome. We go live each and every morning, each and every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. And I hope you guys are doing well today. Happy Tuesday. Um, Hope you guys got back into the swing of work and all of that other good stuff. I little struggle yesterday for me, for your girl, but I hope you guys are doing well. Today's topic, I didn't put it in the in the title, but it's going to be stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Yesterday we talked about, you know, what it's going to take, that our dreams and stuff are not cheap and how to properly invest in ourselves. But today we are going to talk about staying in the fight because it is not easy doing what you feel God has called you to do. There are going to be days of you're not going to be motivated. There are going to be days of like wanting to give up and wanting to surrender and being like, you know what, this, this too much. Like if I got to go through all of this, it ain't, ain't even doing it, but I want to encourage you all to stay into the fight and stay in the fight. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, before we get started, let's go ahead and do our prayer. Shout out to this, your first time watching load in the comments in the live chat where you're watching from. I would love to know. All right, you guys, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. I just appreciate the days that you give us, the, the visions that you give us, and the steps that you have ordered for us, Lord. I pray right now over your children that they are encouraged when they are discouraged, that you just pump them with just a little motivation to get them through the day. Well, you know what? You're a God of amazing things, so a lot of motivation, determination, um, just what is the word I'm looking for? Lord, help me out. Just endurance for the road and the path that you have called us to, to walk in your darling son, Jesus name. I pray. Amen. Amen. Anytime you don't have the words, just ask God to give them to you and he will. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. Let's go to the shout outs and good morning, melanin, honey. Good morning, queen. Good morning, Bree. Good morning, Alexandria, thank you for coming again today. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Elle. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Miss Unique. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Lucy. I'm seeing a lot of new names. Am Lucia. Good morning, Luciana. Right. Let me know how to spell your name in the comments below. If I if I butcher it, I'm sorry. Good morning, Riri. Good morning, Cookie Monster, and good morning, KK Grand Rising. All right, you guys. So let's talk about staying in the fight. So yesterday, like I said, we were talking about what it takes to really just go after your dreams and to invest in yourself. Good morning. To invest in yourself, to lay down the foundation and the just to lay down the foundation of your goals, right? We talked about all of that. And if you guys weren't here, definitely go back to watch that. What did we talk about? We talked about um, making sure things are truly for you, praying to God first and all of these things. We went down a laundry list, but let's talk about staying in the fight. When we are on the road to doing something, especially if you're doing it as a believer, especially if you're trying to do it the right way, especially if you're trying to um, do it with integrity, right? Because there's a lot of shortcuts. There's so many people that I've come across that's like, you know, I love God, I love Jesus, but uh, I need to pay my bills. That's something I hear all the time, right? And as understanding as that is, like I'm not judging it, I understand it. 
but there has to be a level that we all get to that we're like, you know what, no matter how bad times get, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. You know, I'm going to lean on God. I'm going to lean on faith besides doing this or taking this shortcut. It can be hard, especially when you see other people. It's it's a really hard as a believer to feel like you're winning when you see other people do this. I was watching T.D. Jakes this morning. You know, I love me some T.D. Jakes. And he was talking about this. And it's so true. When you're trying to do the right thing, when you're trying to do it the right way, when you're trying to plan, prepare, you're working X, Y, Z jobs, you're taking care of this, you're doing this, you're paying all your bills. It can be really discouraging when you look across maybe on social media or you're looking at somebody else's life or you look across the street or whatever the case may be. And if it seems like people are winning, they don't do half of what you do. You know, they don't pray like you pray. And it's not to compare, but let's just keep it real, right? When you're like, well, Lord, I've been doing, I've been celibate. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. And why does it seem like these people are getting ahead and I feel like I'm in the same place or I'm behind or I'm trying to do the right thing and it seemed like everybody else winning. Sorry, y'all. seems like everybody else is winning that ain't doing what I'm doing, right? But one thing the Bible tells us in, in Psalms, I believe it's Psalms 37 and 1. And it says, don't fret over evildoers. Basically keep doing good work because their time shall end. And it's not that people are just innately evil or, you know, I don't want to take it there. Um, but don't get discouraged when you see people win and you don't feel like you're winning. That could be a test. That can be something to discourage you. The enemy knows how to rock. The enemy knows how to dangle things in your face to make you feel like, dang, <laughs> you know, like, uh, I want a relationship or I want another job or I want some more money or I want to go on trips or whatever the case may be. The enemy knows how to dangle things in front of your face to make you feel bad about your, your walk, your journey, the things that you're trying to accomplish and trying to achieve. And so it's very important to stay the course. It's very important to stay focused. It's very important to stay on track, even on the days where you're not feeling it. You know, I prayed for us for motivation. Motivation comes and goes. We pray. If, if you want something, you pray for it, right? I always tell you guys to pray for things that you cannot go buy in the store. Can't go buy motivation in the store. Don't work like that. Heck, you could leave more than motivation and I feel motivated. You know, it doesn't always, motivation doesn't always do the trick, right? It's praying for that discipline. It's praying for that grit. It's praying for, it's like getting through it, walking when you want to run. It's like a marathon. Like in my mind, I'm seeing a marathon, right? Um, I don't know if y'all are, I don't know if some, some, no, some of y'all are my age. Y'all remember years ago. This is so old. Remember when Diddy ran that marathon? Do y'all remember that? When he, um, let me know in the comments. Please don't let me be out here by myself because I'm that old. I don't even, I'm not old. Let me stop saying that. I'm not old. But y'all remember, it was like 10 years. It was a long time ago. When Diddy won, uh, ran like the New York marathon, he had a mohawk. Thank you, L. L says, yes, I remember. Okay. So when he was going through that race, this is what's going in my mind right now. Do y'all remember when he was actually running? Because he documented the whole thing on like BET or MTV. I think it was MTV. And he had this stick with him, right? He was running this race. If anybody, I don't know if y'all run marathons. My best friend, Zoe, runs marathons. God bless his soul. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for telling me y'all remember. <laughs> I I don't know. You'd have to pay me a whole lot of money for me to run a marathon. That's just not mine. That's just not in my wheelhouse. That's just not. I admire people that do it. 
because I feel like it takes a lot of discipline and just personal wanting to personally accomplish something because don't nobody make you pay. I mean, don't nobody make you do marathons like you people actually pay to run marathons and it's like a personal accomplishment and achievement. I salute them very much. But he was running this marathon and he had this stick. It was like this big. And while he was running, his his muscles would cramp up and he would use this stick to like massage out his muscles. Right. And then there came a point in the race where he was like, I, I can't run no more. Like, because if y'all know marathons are like, like a lot of miles, not just like ones, twos, like not a 5K. A 5K is three miles. You know, most people could survive three miles, even if you walked it. Good morning. Even if you walked it, a lot of people could survive three miles, right? But not everybody could survive 22 miles. Not everybody can can run 22 miles. Just I don't even want to walk 22 miles. You feel me? And so in the midst of some of these races and just thinking about that race that he was in, there were times where he had to walk. And I say that to say that's a lot like our journeys, right? That's a lot like getting to where we want to get to the house, the marriage, the the children, the peace. A lot of the times, the new job, um, getting through school, getting back into school. Nothing is going to be easy, and I, I say that all the time. Hello, y'all. Y'all's probably a broken record for a lot of y'all that's been here. Nothing is easy. There are going to be moments on our paths where we are fighting the good fight, where we want to. We are going to sprint like nobody's business. We are going to be filled with the spirit. We're going to be filled with motivation. We're going to be filled with a plan. We're going to be filled um, with with like just the oomph and the notion and the, all of that. I see y'all. Hey, y'all. Uh, we're going to be filled with all of that to just go after what we want to go for. But then there are days. Ain't going to lie to y'all like today. I got up this morning. I was like, child, Lord, give me the strength. I do not feel like doing morning motivation. There are days that I just do not feel like doing the things that I have to do, but it's that grit of knowing that I have, this is something I have to do because I want to. And sometimes it can be that simple. Like there are going to be days where you don't want to work on your business. You don't want to write the book. You don't want to raise those kids. You don't want to cook that meal. You don't want to clean the house. And it's just going to have to simply just be because I want to. Yeah, I don't feel like it, but I want to, or I need to. It's getting over that feeling of, I don't want to. There's going to be so many things in life we don't want to do. We do a lot of stuff we don't want to do for our employers. We do a lot of stuff we don't want to do for everybody else. But when it comes to us, sometimes we feel like we could take the backseat. We can let ourselves slip. And it's pushing through those moments of, I don't want to. I don't feel like it. I can't. I don't. I I'm tired. Um, it's pushing through those moments. Now, there are moments where you're going to need to take a break. You're going to need to rest. I'm a promoter of rest. I do not believe in working yourself to the ground. I am not a believer in team no sleep. Y'all can have all of that. I need all of the sleep because if I don't get sleep, I'm not a I'm not a pleasant person when I don't get sleep. Okay. And I need to function. My brain does not function well when I don't get sleep. So I'm not ever going to tell y'all to run yourself into the ground. But mothers, I think y'all know this a lot, is pushing through when you don't feel like it. But sometimes what I notice with some moms and not all moms, when it the only time y'all do that is when it comes to your kids. You don't do it for yourselves. You don't do it for your business. Good morning. You don't do it for 
the other things in your life that you want to do. You don't do it for yourself. But when it comes to your kids, you'll push through because you have to. Right. But when are we going to push through because we want to or we need to for ourselves? Nothing that we on this journey is going to be easy. The Bible says God orders our God orders the steps of a good man. You know, translate that to a person. So if you're good, you're doing what you're going to. It's steps. It's not a he don't he ain't say a roadmap. He didn't say the the plan. He said the steps. It's taking one step at a time in order to do it. And even if you have to walk, even if you have to walk your marathon in order to cross that finish line, you got to keep moving. So on the days you don't feel like it, on the days you want to give up, on the days where you wake up and you be like, I am not feeling this. There is something that you're going to have to turn on the inside of you and keep it going. And the biggest way to do this though, to be honest, is to be grateful and have gratitude. That is one of the best ways to just turn your whole mindset around. You know, sit with God and be like, you know what, God, I'm not where I want to be. I see what you have for me. I'm not where I want to be. I I have a long way to go, but thank you that I'm not where I was. Thank you for another day. Thank you that, you know, I'm not in a hospital bed, that my, I can move, I can think, I can breathe, I can see, I, you've given me the mind. Y'all, some people out there do not have control over their minds, that, that you gave me the mind, the mentality and the fortitude to have a dream, get you gave it to me and just give me the strength to keep going. Start asking for God for what you don't have. Like every 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 inch of it. Not just the car, not just the material things. Sometimes we get so focused on the material things. Focus on what you really need. God, I need some motivation today. God, I need um I need some pers- perseverance. God, I need some stamina. God, I need a break, God, or whatever it is that you need, pray about what you need. Pray about that and watch how he works in your life. Watch what he'll download into you. Watch what he'll, watch you be like, I'm not even sad no more. Oh, I don't even feel like this no more. You will be surprised. Ask for wisdom. You know, practicing gratitude and praying for those things when you're in the fight is showing God that you're still faithful. What happens a lot of times is we don't get our blessings or we walk away prematurely because something's hard. Um, we don't want to stay in the fight no more. We're like, I'm over fighting. I, I give up. I don't want to do this. And so we walk away. And then you're just showing God like, I ain't got no faith. I mean, maybe depending on the circumstance, right? But it's like, how can he move in us if we don't believe that he can move? Like the thing is, God is so powerful. We underestimate it all the time. We underestimate his power all the time, all the time. But let me keep going. So some of us are dealing with possibly loneliness, right? And say you're celibate or say you're waiting on your husband or you want to get married or you're dating and things aren't just working out, right? This is this whole talk is about staying in the fight, staying in the fight. Loneliness can be dangerous if you allow it to be. Loneliness is an emotion, just like anger, just like happiness, just like serendipity. Serendipity is not an emotion. <laughs> that is a, a, a process. Um, just like a feeling of uh, joy, 
You know, all these things are feelings, right? And feelings always remember, no matter what you're going through, feelings are temporary. Always tell yourself when you're angry or when you're frustrated or when you're in the fight or you're going through something or you're on the destiny or you're in the journey of getting to wherever you want to go, right? Always tell yourself that feelings are temporary and to never make permanent decisions off of temporary emotions. Sometimes we can get lonely while we're waiting. Either you're working on your business, so you're not seeing your friends as much. Your standards have changed, so your dating pool is smaller, right? Um, You're waiting for marriage, so you may be celibate and that's been a challenge or whatever the case may be. Or you've moved because you've listened to God and now you're away from your family, so you don't get that same type of love and support and care and you can't just pull up to the house when you want to. Maybe that's going on, right? Be careful when the when the enemy dangles loneliness in, in you. Just identify it. I want us to be okay with expressing the emotions that we have. It is okay to say, hey, I'm lonely right now. It's okay to identify it because what happens when we don't identify it, we start trying to fill it with stuff. We try to we 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 start trying to ignore the feeling or the emotion. Identifying your emotion is a sign of maturity, is being able to say, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm, I'm, you, and some of y'all sexually frustrated because you, you doing, you trying to do the right thing <laughs> or you just ain't got a man. It's okay. <laughs> right. Um, it's okay to say those things because when you say those things, you identify them. And then when you identify them, like I said, you don't feel them with stuff. It's easy to be like, have a feeling of loneliness. What's up, Drea? have a feeling of loneliness. And instead of just saying, Hey, I'm lonely right now. It'll be like, well, I need to, I need to cover this up. So people go out and smoke or they go out and start drinking or they go out and just find a boo, a short term situation. Men are notorious for this. Sorry, men got to call y'all out. Women do it too, but men are notorious for this. Instead of feeling that emotion of loneliness, hurt, pain, heartbroken, we want to fill it with stuff. And I'm here to tell you, no matter what you fill it with, it's not going to go. It's not going to get to the root of it. Right. So you can be like lonely. This is how a lot of people, a lot of people get hemmed up on this one. The lonely bug because the devil knows how to the enemy knows how to dangle something in your face. Oh, you're lonely. Call. I'm Jarrell. I'm going to use you as a, as a as an example, even though I don't know Jarrell personally. Bring Call you lonely. Call Jarrell. Jarrell will hold you. Hey, uh, Tiffany, call Marcus. You know, he can dangle that. You know, you everybody got that one person in their phone that they can call if they absolutely just wanted to be with someone. Everybody got that person, right? And what the enemy does when you're lonely or when you don't identify that you're lonely, you can just catch yourself in a trap of going back to old habits, you know, or filling them with people. You know, a lot of people then got pregnant off of those situationships. So making a permanent decision off of a temporary emotion hems a lot of people up for the long term. And ain't no shame. Like, you know, I'm not shaming nobody, but it happens. How many people done got caught up on the right? Like some people done got just some people think they the stuff. You really got lucky that that person was just lonely at that time. Let's just call a spade a spade because we think it's only us doing it to people. People have done it to us. Like, don't always monitor, ladies, don't, ladies and gentlemen, 
When somebody is fresh out of a relationship, that is not the time to pounce. <laughs> that is not. That's why we call those things rebounds for a reason. Good morning. Yeah, people. And you can fill those voids with food. You can fill those voids with shopping. Alexandria said, just said um, she shops. You know, identify it. And the reason why it's so imperative to identify those emotions is because when you identify it, now you're like, ha, huh, that's what that is. I know I'm lonely and loneliness triggers me to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do something else. Let me pray about this. Let me go do a hobby or an activity that makes me feel good. Let me go do something and pour into myself. Let me go uh, figure out some self-love tactics. And not to, because we're not trying to ignore. The thing is with emotions, you guys, sometimes you just got to get through it. It's okay to be like, wow, I feel lonely in this moment. Hmm. Because when you identify it and you sit with it, it's really not as painful as we, we make it seem. Like we run from all of our emotions. We run from the anger. We run from the, um, the pain. We run from, like, okay, per perfect, perfect example. I don't know if y'all follow Watch 11 Hip Hop. Safari. You can, and I love, I've been watching um, over the holiday, I was watching the family reunion. I actually really am enjoying that because of all the healing that the men are doing and how mature they're speaking to one another. Um, and they're not being like, man, F her. Da -da 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 -da. Like they're really like, hey, y'all, you need to speak about how you feel. You need to identify we're here for you. The men are really mentally maturing, which is really interesting to see and watch. And I think it's going to help a lot of other men open up and heal. Right. So I'm really enjoying that part of it. But what happens when you do not identify your emotions, sit with them and being like, hey, it's just an emotion. It's OK. This is temporary. You come people like, and I'm not trying to talk about this man, but Safari. For those who don't know, Safari dated Nicki Minaj and then he dated other people and he dated Erica Mena and they got married. And, you know, there's videos about him being a narcissist and all these things. That's between him and God. But I notice in that person, and this is just from TV. I do not know this man one-on-one. -on -one. What I notice in him is he so unwilling to deal with his emotions that he shuts down? He doesn't take accountability. He lies. He's immature. And a lot of people do this. A lot of people do this. They don't want to face the truth. So they shut it down. They tell you to shut up or they or they come at you crazy. I know people in my family that do this. When they don't want to hear the truth, they just tell you to shut up. Or they get like, they get angry with you for being honest. You know what I mean? So we got to get to a place where we can identify our emotions, sit with them, and be okay with whatever feeling that comes with and not try to fill it with stuff. When you let all of that go and you fill it with God, that's when he can work with it. Does that make sense? If you strip away like, okay, say you're lonely or somebody's hurt your feelings or they, they've angered you. And it is okay as a man and a woman to say, you know what? That hurt my feelings. I don't like that. You know, instead of snapping and popping off. And that's where all of those eruptions of emotions come from in our community because people have yet to be able to identify their emotions and being like, ha, huh, 
This is how I feel. And being able to sit with it. Just being able to sit with it. Yeah, it does suck. But when you sit with it, it's not a, it, it's like, this is how it is. Have you ever built up something in your mind? Like you thought a conversation was going to be so crazy or you thought that your boss was going to do so, or you just built up this whole scenario in your mind, right? Of how something was going to be either a test, either, um, or whatever it is, you just built it up in your mind. And then when you get there or when it happens, it's nothing like you thought it was going to happen. Like it was like 10 times less than you thought it was going to happen. That's how a lot of our emotions are. We run from them so much because we don't want to feel them that they grow and grow and grow and they become these big, scary monsters that are in the closet and in the under the bed. But if you just dealt with them, if you've opened the closet, if you pull back the sheets, if you just laid it out on the table, they're not that it's not that bad. And then what you can do on the flip side of that is once you identify them and you laid them out, you could be like, hey, God, can you help me with this? Again, God is a gentleman. He will not interject. He will not interject. He will not come into your life unless you ask him to. So if you want to continue to feel the loneliness with people, men, women, it's a dead end. Telling you that right now. That little, you'll be unlonely for like 3.5 seconds. And then as soon as they leave, there's loneliness again. Because if there's no true intimacy in that relationship, if there's no true foundation, the older you get that, that, that just having someone there just gets real old real quick. So if you're young, it might work a little bit. <laughs> but the older you get, you'd be like, why is this person even in my house? Like, why are they here? It just, it gets real. The, the more shallow it is, the older you get, the less it's just like, it's like cheap stuff. You know, cheap stuff when you're young is fun. Then you get older, you're like, I don't want this little cheap toy in my house. We ain't buying that little cheap stuff. We ain't doing that. We ain't going to the register and grabbing stuff no more. The older you get, the less appealing that stuff becomes. So being able to identify it and deal with it allows you to be like, oh, this ain't that bad. Okay. I feel lonely. I'm not calling Jerome because I ain't putting nobody. I'm not going to have nobody in my bed just to have nobody in my bed just because I'm lonely. All right. I'm lonely. Okay. Let's do something about this. All right, God, can you help me with this? feeling and emotion. It sucks. And you might cry a little bit. Stop y'all. It's okay to cry. It's okay to shed some tears. Let it out. It's good for you. It's going to help you live longer, especially the men. Okay. It's going to help you. It's okay to be like, dang, I'm lonely right now. This sucks. All right. Now what are we going to do? And then after a little while, you're not lonely no more. (laughs) You're not angry no more. You're not sad no more. You're not. It's when we try to run from it or When we dive so deep into it and we feel like nothing can be done, that's where the depression comes. That's where the darkness comes. That's where the enemy wants you to be. Do not, when you feel like that, when you feel lonely, let's say this, right? If you ever feel lonely, don't allow the enemy to tell you you're alone when you're really not, right? When you have family, when you have friends, when you have this community, I don't care if this is the only entertain whatever you get you at least got the morning motivation to come back to and to speak to people every day and you can link and network with people like don't let the enemy make you feel alone there are billions of people on this planet if you really wanted to make a friend you could make a friend 
Let's stop the cap. Let's stop allowing the enemy to get into our minds and tell you because you're in your 30s, you can't make any new friends. Are you dead? Just because you're 30 something, you're not married. You're not going to ever get married. Do not allow the enemy to do that to you. Because that's all he, he wants you to be like, got him, got him alone. Y'all, the idle mind is a devil's playground. You have to take control of your mind. And the reason how the way you do that is by identifying those emotions. By not allowing him to wreak havoc and being like, ha ha, got you. That's all he wants to do. Identifying your emotions and laying them out is how you are in control. Because either two things are going to happen. Either you're in control of you or the enemy can take control of you. Because again, if you don't let God in, there's no way he can steer the ship. Now, you can be like, Jesus, take the wheel. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back for a minute. I need you to do. Absolutely. But you have to call them in. The enemy don't need your permission to come in. He's rude. He's ignorant. He don't care. He don't care about no consent. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about you. He don't even care about you. Love, love, love the Lord. He don't care about none of that. God is a, is a gentleman. The enemy is not. So make sure, and we do rebuke the enemy, hello, but make sure when you're going through anything, stay in the fight. Do not allow your feelings and your emotions to knock you down. They're temporary. I go through lonely moments a lot, y'all. It ain't, I'm like, okay, I'm like, where's Zara? <laughs> or I'll just give, get real with myself and be like, you know what? This is just a, this is just a moment. This too shall pass. When you get angry, when you get frustrated, when just calm yourself, talk to yourself. This too shall pass. This is temporary. I don't allow myself to, to go too far in my emotions anymore. I identify them. I'm like, oh, there you are, sadness. Okay, well, what am I sad about? Hmm. You know, okay, I'm sad about this. All right, let me cry. Let me cry this out a little bit. Let me cry this out a little bit. I cry. I get it out. I write in my journal or I'll talk to God about it. And then in a couple of minutes or maybe 30, I don't feel that way no more. We have so much more power than we give ourselves. You do not have to be angry all day. It's very hard to be angry all day. Like you have to mentally like, oh, I'm angry. Remember being a kid? I remember being a kid and like being mad at my mom and being like, I'm going to be mad at her forever and like trying to stay in that. And then I would forget do something and be having fun and be like oh wait 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 i'm still mad mm. <laughs> a lot of adults do that too you know how much energy it takes to stay angry at someone or something or some a situation i do not try i do not give too much energy to things i can't control not no more i used to go crazy over things i couldn't control i can't control nothing no more i can't control other people you can't control how your parents are you can't control how your kids going to be you can't control everything Control freaks, let it go, let it go. <laughs> That's like the biggest, I think the biggest thing I've probably grown this year is having to have so much control. You're not going to be able to control everything. Got to let it go. And when you know that, it's just like, eh. <laughs> it's just like, eh. Um. This is beautiful. Vester says, I found a book with God's promises based on emotions and it will help help find Bible verses related to that. I think I have that, emo uh, that book actually, but it's like, it's okay. 
And you have to, thank you, Melanie, honey. You have to talk to yourself. You have to be your, your number one, your best friend. Y'all getting free therapy this morning. Okay. Should have been a therapist, <laughs> but you have to be your own best friend. And, and it, and it, all the emotions are okay. Don't be ashamed of your emotions. God has the same ones. He gave them to us. We're in the likeness of him. He gave us all these emotions for a reason. It's okay. Identify them, label them, work through them. Don't ignore them and don't fill it with stuff and move on. Okay. Um, the next point I wanted to make today was delay gratification. Don't cut corners. Well, this is a two-parter. Let me talk about don't cut corners. Don't cut corners in your process. Don't cut corners in your journey. It may seem like it's going to take you a long time. It may seem like if I do it this way, it's going to be better. It doesn't. Spend the extra money. Spend the extra time. Do the, do the, in your journey, you want to do things right. It's like building a house. There are certain things during the house building process that you do not want to skimp on. You do not want to skimp on concrete for your foundation, right? You don't want to skimp on the good quality wood and the good nails that are going to hold your house together. You don't want to skimp on the the dry the good drywall or the insulation to your home. You know, you don't want to go to the, get the cheap stuff, the cheap insulation or you don't want to there's certain things you don't want to cut corners with, right? Same thing when it comes to your destiny. There are certain things you just do not want to cut corners with. So don't try to look for the shortcuts. Don't try to look for the easiest way. It's, it's, it's okay to work smarter, not harder. But when you're cutting corners to make it quicker or you're cutting corners and giving people less quality, whatever the case may be, because it's, it's, I've done it for you. It doesn't work. <laughs> I've already done that for you guys. It doesn't work. Most things that you want are going to take that that long, hard, drawn out work. But I, what I will say is you're more proud of yourself by not cutting corners than you do cut corners. Because be, there's something in you that would be like, uh, I really didn't put in the work that I should have for this. Or mm, that doesn't feel as good. I'm telling you, when you put the blood, sweat, and tears in and you really just do it full out, take your time learn the process, grow the process, build the process. We're so used to everything being so quick that when we go slow, we go slower than we're used to having things. We think something is wrong. Y'all know how patient God is. If y'all look in the, if y'all look in the Bible, who got something overnight? It took the Israelites 40 years to get to the promised land. It took Noah, what, 300 years to build that ark. It took Sarah 90 years to get pregnant. God is not in the in the business of rushing a process. We are. We got to be married by 30. We got to have kids before we this. And we got to do. Who said all of that? <laughs> Who? Some of y'all think y'all a failure because you don't have your dream job at 25. When has God ever done anything quick in the Bible? Besides make the world in seven days. The only thing he did quick is when it was with him, when it was with himself. But with people. And the thing is crazy. We don't know how long Adam was on on the planet before he made Eve by himself. 
had to be a while because Adam had to name all the animals. You know how long it took to name all y'all. Y'all ever got a little kid's book of the animals? Like the detail. Do you? My dad has a book of birds in Georgia and it's this thick. Just Georgia alone. So imagine he's naming all the birds of the world, all the insects, all the bugs, all the, all the, all the, all the, duh. he's naming every, Adam was by himself for a little minute. The Bible makes it, Genesis make it, makes, makes it seem like things happen quick. If you really pay attention to Genesis, that was a process. The only thing God did quick was make, make the world. Everything else took humans a long time. He's not a microwave God, y'all. That's us. Uh, we be wanting stuff so quiet, so fast. Who cares if you're not married yet? Like I was, uh, there's a video. <laughs> there's a video out there, uh, couples reacting to me. Right. And they're talking about how um, it's my 30 single, no kids video. Some of y'all may have seen it. And the whole video, I'm, I'm just telling women like your life, basically like your life is not over. When you're 30 and you're not married and you don't have kids. Now, if you marry, if you've met the person that God has blessed you with in your 20s, great. You are blessed. That is an amazing thing. I pray for the health of, and well-being of your relationship and that you keep God in it. But I want to tell y'all here, I know too many divorced people that got married in their 20s. So it's not like. Basically, the couple was saying how because I'm in my 30s. Um, I had to do something wrong in order to not be married by my 30s. And that's what that's what society will tell you. That you just had to be this harlot or this bad person or you picked all these bad people. That's why you're not married. And one day I kind of like had to sit with that and just think like, is that true? Like anytime somebody tells you something, right? Just just sit with it and just be like, is that true? And I'll just tell y'all in my with my story. No, I went into the military at two, I graduated college at twenty two. Went to the military. the The dating pool was not vast, y'all. As a military black officer, most of the men were married. If they weren't married, they were extra weird. And I've never been in the in the business of settling just to say I have something. Never in the business just to buy a house, just to buy a house. Never been in the business to get a car just to say I have a car. Never been in the business just to get married or be with anybody, just to say I'm married or be with anybody. But they were going on and on in this video about my process and like why I'm still single and 30 and how I wasn't taking accountability and all these things. And then I thought I was just like, you know what? I wasn't ready. You know, the world and society will tell you what you should have at a certain age and what you should do. And that's cool for them. That's cool. That might work for some people, but God does not give you nothing that you're not ready for. And I was not ready. I wasn't ready to be no wife. I was living my life. I was moving. I was, I was doing me. You know, and somebody's interpretation be like, see, that's why you should have sat down because then you'd be married with kids. Well, what if that didn't make me happy? I wouldn't have been, if I would have gotten married any time before now, I would not have been happy. I would have felt trapped. I would have felt like, oh my gosh, I got these kids. I'm married to this man that because I'm not at the level that I feel like I should even be married at. Because I love that saying in Dion Cole's standup when he said, some of y'all married where y'all should have just been surpassing in life. That would have been me. I would have married on a level because the level I'm at now is definitely not the level I was at 30 years old. 
You feel me? So anybody I would have married then not been happy. And I know happiness isn't marriage, right? Everybody will tell everybody married to tell you that ain't happiness. I got it. I understand that. Wasn't ready. God knows when you're ready for something. The reason why you haven't launched that business is because you're not, you might not be ready. You don't ever want nothing before God's timing. That's why God is patient with us. Sarah wasn't ready to be a mother. The ark was not ready to put all of those animals on it and sail um and sail Noah and his family for that time. Adam wasn't ready for a wife yet. You understand what I mean? Don't the people of Israel weren't ready to get to the promised land. They were still in the desert, in the wilderness, arguing and 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 complaining. So don't think that you're delayed ending, quote unquote, because it's never ending. It's always just another journey. It's another, another chapter. Just because you didn't get it when, when Sarah got it or Susie got it or James got it, that you're missing something, that you're, um, you're stuck or you're, y'all, any, you have so much life to live. We all do. We're not old. We are very young. And I know I joke about my age all the time and saying that I'm old and stuff like that. We we got time. Now, how much time we don't know. That's on God. But what I'm saying is if you didn't get something yet and you're working towards it, just keep working towards it. It's there's it's inevitable that it's gonna work out for you. If you want to be married, keep working on yourself. Keep growing yourself, keep developing yourself, keep praying, keep praying for your spouse or your significant other while you're going through this journey. Keep growing and keep keep be, be trying to become the best person you can. No, it's not going out there and going on a million dates and all of that stuff. I mean, if that's what you want to do. But and I'm not and I'm not telling you to sit on a rock and just God is going to bring the person. I'm not telling you to do that either. But don't feel like you have to be out here like. Because that who wants that desperate energy? I'm just saying, I don't want nothing. I'm not desperate for nothing. I'm not a slave to anything. And I feel like when we are going after whatever it is, and I was just talking about relationship, but it could be a business. It could be whatever the case may be. Allow God's timing to work and through your life. You know, you might not have it because you may not be ready for it. And nobody wants to get a blessing before they're ready because then we sabotage it. You do not want to sabotage your blessing. You know, there's um, there's a scripture my dad always tells me to read called the prodigal son. And well, in my Bible, it says the lost son. So there are two. There are two sons in the Bible. We got time. There are two sons in the Bible and they both get their inheritance. I believe they both get their inheritance. One does for sure. Right. The father gives them the inheritance. And one goes off into the world and just cuts a fool. Like he goes, spends his money, he travels. He just lives his life, right? He's out there living life. And then he comes back to his father and he's broke. He don't got no more money. And he kind of like comes back to his father with like, what they, what, they, what do they say? His tail between his legs and like, hey, can I come back home? I don't got no more money. I squandered it out there in the world. And dad's like, yes. And he, and he threw a celebration for his son coming home. And the other son that was responsible is like, why did you, 
I, I don't understand why you threw him a party. And right now in my mind, I forgot what the ending of that story was. <laughs> Y'all go read it for yourself. That's why it's so super important to read the Bible for yourself. Um, he said something to his son at the end of that. That was like really profound. I just can't remember it. So that's your homework. Go read the lost son, um, the prodigal son or the lost son in the Bible. Um, yeah, go read that. And yeah, and there's, that's the thing is like, and I don't want to idolize or, or like kick celebrities when they're down for divorcing, but don't let people who have something that you don't have, make you feel bad that you don't have it. If you are not married, do not let married people make you feel bad that you're not married. If you don't have children, don't let people with children. And actually, people with children will tell you to wait. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling people with children do not make it look fun. And the older I get, I'm like, I want kids, but I like, you know, I don't know. Y'all don't, y'all don't make it look fun at all. <laughs> yes, he wanted him home. The point of the story is he was rejoicing that he returned home, but there was something else that he said to his son as to why he was rejoicing and why he, why he was celebrating. It was a reason behind it. It was like one line. That was true. He was, he was rejoicing because his son was back home, but there was another, there was another little stint right after that. And if I had it in my Bible, I'd pull it up. Yeah. Oh, I know you're not gossiping. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying, like, I don't like to put celebrities on a pedestal because they're human. They're human. But, you know, a lot of people, especially like the married, like the Internet Christians, <laughs> they love to, to throw that around like, oh, marriage, 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 marriage clearly is not that easy. So if that's something that you desire, it's OK to desire it. It's OK to thank you. Thank you, Shamber. It's okay to desire it. It's okay to um, want things. It's okay to want the business. It's okay to want those things. It's okay to work for them. But when you're in the storm, don't get caught up in what God has blessed other people with. You stay your course. You stay focused. You stay on your path. And don't let nobody tell you, oh, because you're this age or this and then Who are you, God? You know, you know God's plan. He told you. He ain't tell me. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of times when you when the the gratification is delayed and you finally do get your blessing, you are so happy that you did not get the things that you used to want. The people, the situations, all of that. And that's what I just focus on. I focus on the those days where that might happen. Focus on the day that you might meet that person. Focus on the time where you're going to go on your first date like have some fun. You know what I mean? And don't sit around and wait either. Enjoy your life while you're, while you're in it. Yes, that's the point of the story. So the Sheamber says the story reminds us of how God sees us. That's That was the point. We can go off in the world and do things. And then we come home to God that he's always there um, for us. That that was the point, I think. Yeah. See? Oh, I love y'all. Y'all such, such great Bible readers. But yes, comparison is the thief of joy. So do not compare. All right. I think I got a couple more notes because we got about 10 minutes. Do you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns? Let me know. And I'm sorry I'm not going through the comments like I normally go through. 
I have a new little process that I'm working on. So what I do is I'm creating shorts to put on YouTube and to put on social media. And if I stop every time like I used to, as much as I love talking to y'all, it messes up the video. Does that make sense? So I'm not ignoring y'all. I see it. I just can't stop in the middle and and talk like I used to. So my bad, y'all. Yeah. And praise him now. Like, don't wait until, don't wait until you get the blessing to thank God. Thank him now. Thank him for your, just thank him. Even if you don't feel like you got anything to thank him for, it's always something to thank God for. Praise him now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am not where I was. Thank you, God, that I did not, you did not allow me to trip and fall or marry that fool or Whatever the case may be, Lord, forgive me for calling them fools. But you know what I mean? Like, thank God I'm not in that situation anymore. Thank God that you've given me a vision. Thank God that I can walk. Thank God that I can see. Thank God that I can hear. Thank God that you've given me a job. Thank you. Just start thanking them. Just start thanking them. Um, what's your prayer request? I don't know if I have any. I've been y'all pray all the time. I don't know if I have any prayer requests personally, at least none that I want to share publicly. I know that sounds bad because y'all my people. I'm straight. (laughs) Queen says, just want to give you your flowers while you can still say, thank you. You get up every weekday morning and pour into us. Thank you for all you do. I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, I do want to tell y'all I'm going on vacation. Um... (laughs) And your girl ain't been nowhere all year. I took some time off, but I I have not traveled. I think I went on one flight all year. And if you know me, that is not how I operate. <laughs> so I am going on vacation because um, we got this week, next week, and then the week of the 12th of December, I go on vacation. And then we got two more weeks of morning motivation before the year is over. I need to figure out what we're going to do. Um, I need to figure out what, what's going to happen moving forward. I can share this since we got a few moments and this is just me talking to y'all. Uh, but I just want to say thank y'all because one, y'all show up for me every day. And I know you show up for yourselves and I know that it's not about me, but I really do appreciate you guys getting up because y'all get up. Some of y'all get up earlier than 8 a.m. Some of y'all seven, some of y'all eight, some of y'all in Africa watching in the, in the afternoon. Um, And I really appreciate that. And then two, it helps me. One thing I learned over the break is morning motivation also helps me be disciplined. Like I never thought I was a disciplined person before. I never thought that I could stick to something before. So you guys showing up for me every day and allowing me to do what I do and sharing my gifts has helped me so much. It's helped me grow. It's helped me get closer to God. It's helped me, um, develop my gifts. It's it's helped me to see things a lot clearer. So you guys are such a pivotal part of my journey. And I thank you because people don't have people show up for them every day. Like you guys show up for me. And I, I really, it really means a lot. And I noticed over the break, I was just like, oh, I'm so much more disciplined when I have morning motivation. Now imagine if y'all like didn't show up, (laughs) you know, then it'd just be me talking to myself on the internet. So I really appreciate you guys. And I really thank you guys because, um, you guys helped me so much more. And I think it's like a two way street. It's like, yeah, I get on here and I pour into you guys, but you guys also pour into me, 
you guys have donated, y'all have given money, y'all have like shown up, like just the support, just the shares, the likes, the comments, the, the, you know, telling people about me or any, all of the above has just been a really, a real blessing. And I just thank y'all so much. And I know we're not even at the end of the year, but I know it's November and we've been rocking a lot of us, especially a lot of y'all have been here since January, January, which is crazy. Now, my plans for morning motivation are, I haven't, I haven't 100% decided. I believe we're going to still be on. That's how I feel now. But I want to expand my channel, my brand. I want to bring back the couch conversation. I want to have like conversations, um, more conversation style podcasts with people like in the basement. I can't call it the basement anymore since the preacher, what is it? Tim, whatever his name is. I don't know if he started it first or I started it first, but he calls his space the basement. So even though I'm in an actual basement, whatever, uh, <laughs> that's what happens. But I want to have like conversations more about topics that are going on in a loving God way with other people. I haven't really decided. So if you guys have any ideas, if there's things that you guys want to see, if there's things that you guys want to talk about, you guys can send me video clips and, um, and don't just say, what do you think about it? Cause some people DM me like, what do you think about this? <laughs> Like, tell me, like, say, hey, I want you to do a video on this, or I would love to hear your opinion on this, like, make a, do a live stream or something, like, whatever you guys want to see is important to me, but I am expanding. I want to elevate this brand. I want to elevate, um, you know, this platform and what I do and the things that we talk about and how we, and how you guys visually experience it. I don't have a team right now. It's just me. Well, she, Amber, is a part of my team. Shout out to she Amber. Um, shout out to Mel, who helps as well. But we, I, they're remote. I don't have a team. So I want to elevate, but I need people. I need a team to help me. I can't do everything by myself. But we're just in the, we're not at the beginning, but we're along the journey. So as long as I continue to do what I do, I can grow and expand what we do here financially, which is going to be a goal for 2023 then I can hire people and actually bring on team members to do the things that we need to do to, to grow and things like that. Um, oh, thank you. She Amber. It's okay. And it's a part of the process. The thing is I had a, the thing is with morning motivation, I had a platform before I had a platform before. So that's the hard thing is like growing your platform, growing your audience. And then I feel like doing the live streams, but keep doing them. Oh, I love y'all too. Um, thank you for dedicating your time and genuine love. I'm new to these lives and I'm happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Um, will it still be biblical? Yes. So here's the thing. Because I've grown so much in my personal spirituality, I don't, I can't have a conversation without bringing up God. It, it's just not happening. Um, but I'm also just being led to, I'm just going to be very transparent with y'all. What I'm being led in my ministry, every everybody won't get all the biblical verses. So it won't be Bible heavy. You know how like there was a stint where we were really Bible heavy? Um, I'm not saying that I'm not going to reference the Bible. Not saying that I want, but 
my mission and my purpose is to reach people who aren't as heavy in it like we are. That makes sense. So yes, definitely we talking about verses. Definitely not stop. I'm not going to not talk about God. That just ain't hey, you around me. God going to come up. You know what I mean? So that's not what it's going to be. But um, I, I'm just as, as I evolve, the show will evolve. As the money evolves, the show will evolve. You see what I mean? So it's just I'm, I'm figuring it out as I go. I'm praying a lot of the things that I'm talking to you guys about. I'm actually doing myself. So I'm going to answer a few questions and then let you guys go. Yes, it will always be based around God. I am not. I ain't going to be like, all right, got y'all now. I'm going like anything I talk about is never a ploy. That's that's been my biggest setback. If you guys have to go to work, I love you. Have a good day. I'm just going to talk to y'all for a minute. My biggest setback is I cannot. It's super hard for me to put on. It's super hard for me to be fake. It's super hard for me to like I can act. But when I'm me, I can't do it. Like if I'm Brittany, I can't act. If I am given a character like Jaleesa, I can tap into a character and have another persona. I know I can do that. I have that gift. Um, And I actually want to get back into acting, too. I can't do that for me. And that's been the hardest thing. So I I'm with God. I'm in God. God is in me. He ain't going nowhere. Does that make sense? So as I evolve and change and grow, so does the conversation. You like the couch conversations? I think so too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really want to talk about that because I feel like there are a lot of red flags that women can definitely like learn, learn from and heal from and how to never be in those situations. And my heart breaks for, for that. But yeah, I would love to talk about that too. See things like that. Oh, thank you, L. Thank you so much. And you know what? I might record this sooner rather than later um, while the topic is still a little fresh, but like, yeah, like topics, but I want them to, the thing is with, I don't want to gossip and I don't want to talk down. I think I've done a pretty good job in the past of not doing that. Um, but I just want to make sure that I'm still God centered at all time. And that's the, that can be the tricky part. Does that make sense? I also look at YouTubers that speak about God. Mm. Conversations with people from the church. I, I can bring some people on for sure. Tracy says, thank you for being obedient to your calling. You've blessed us all so much on Morning Motivation. Thank you. Y'all was God. I tried to because they wasn't me. Because I was like, you want me to do what? <laughs> and that's the thing. God will ask you to do some crazy stuff and you just got to go with it. You don't know what is. I had no clue. No clue what this was going to turn into. None. I was just like, you want me to do what? All right. Thank you, Brittany. I didn't think I was able to show up every day, but because you did. Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. I don't feel like that story is very, is confusing to me at all. I feel like I I get exactly what happened. That's why I just, child, you got to be careful. And I ain't going to do everybody. Guidelines and guidance is defining and keeping yourself kept as an adult and woman. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Kyrie Irving, uh, certain things I won't speak about. There are certain things I won't speak about because it's just not smart to speak on everything. 
Um, I just feel like listen to them, listen to people what they have to say. And if it makes sense, it makes sense. If it don't, it don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. The media is fooling a lot of folks. All right, you guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for rocking with me. Thank you for just talking to me for the last like 10 minutes of the conversation. I hope that you guys got a little bit of motivation and inspiration to keep pushing through. Do not give up. Stay in the fight. You can do this. Okay. There's nothing that you cannot do with God. I love you. God loves you. Hope you guys have a beautiful, 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 blessed day. And I will catch you guys in my next one. See y'all tomorrow. Bye y'all.